Hello, hello, and a third hello. Welcome to Don't Forget Your Towel. I'm your host and GM, Azul, and today we continue playing Kids on Bikes. If you're one of the eight individuals who unfortunately found that the last episode of DFYT was 1.5 times the actual normal speed, we are so sorry. We made a slight technical mistake, and although we re-uploaded it as soon as possible, well, yeah... So just refresh your app or delete and re-download it and it should work completely fine. Again, we are so very sorry about that. Also, there is a short unrelated disclaimer at the end of the episode. So as of yesterday, New Zealand's back in lockdown. Yay! There's been a case of the Delta variant spotted and we've all been asked to batten down the hatches and stay indoors. But to our Kiwi listeners, don't worry. We've gotten through this several times before and we can do it again. Kia kaha, New Zealand. As for our beloved international listeners, we sincerely hope that you're all doing well too. Our hearts go out to you and we wish the best for you all in terms of health and life and happiness and joy and really just stay safe and ideally snuggly. Snuggly is a really important thing these days. You know the Northern Hemisphere is going into summer, right? Except for the Northern Hemisphere that I've just been told by Erin, which is going to summer. You guys can stay cold, I think. Uh, that, that's what you want, right? Like, go to beaches. No, wait, that's not a good message. <laughs> Go have fun? No, wait. You know, just do your thing. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. It's been so long since summer that what is life? Anyways, with that, onwards to the episode. Previously on Don't Forget Your Towel. Wait, Mr. Smith? Yeah, yeah, that that's the guy, the, the weird teacher. I think that guy lives down the road from me. Hey, Mum, you know that new teacher? H- how do you know him? I don't. He just called me this morning. Really delightful chap. Hey, what happened to Miss Warwick? She quit. Mrs. Smith said that she died in like a gruesome accident. (laughs) Ryan, it seems like Mr. Smith has some very interesting thoughts on our education system. He believes in all sorts of things, some British um, system of education. Something catches your eye at the old, abandoned, well, I suppose, not so abandoned at the moment, house. You see that the moving truck is still there. It doesn't seem to have moved all day. The second floor windows of the house are lit, and through one of them, quite distinctively, you see a dark figure. And there standing is not the silhouette of the man, but instead a very familiar silhouette. That is the figure of Zorbalob. It's... it's... um... uh... Stay safe, son. Okay. And remember to take the trash out. From the darkness in those thick trees, you see several thin, very pointed red eyes looking at you. You can't be certain, but you can swear that the sound of growls seems to emanate from that direction coming towards you. Okay, there's probably an explanation for it. Don't go on on your shapeshifter thing, but something definitely feels wrong about this. It's like all the adults are brainwashed by him or something. (laughs) Zobolob! I I just saw Zobolob! Yeah, where the weird guy lives on the second floor. Wait, what? Where Mr. Smith lives? I know what I saw. Yeah, yeah, I bet I bet if you bring your camera, we'll be able to see it. Yes! For sure. And we get evidence. Yes, that's exactly what we should do, Ty! We're gonna need weapons and snacks. Peace, justice, justice and, and space, space freedom! freedom! <laughs> We're the Kiwi Kids on Bikes. Cool movies. We're the Kiwi Kids on.
so we we see through through Jess's camera as she's biking alongside everybody. We'll we'll get like some close-ups of the bike wheels and the dark, you know, a wide of the dark street. And I'll get some some close-ups on everybody's face. Uh, what does everyone's face look like while you guys are biking? Um, I would say that uh, Tama right now at this moment is kind of picturing maybe his favorite episodes of the Dragon Space Rangers where everyone is in their uh, their dragon uh, box about to kind of like uh, merge together. So he's like absolutely chuffed with this situation right now. Like his, his eyes are wide beaming, leaning forward into his bike and just pedaling with all his might. <laughs> Ryan is standing up and is doing that thing where you move the bike side to side like as you pedal so it's going like left right left right left right it has the little re- reflectors on the back and on the front which are shining in the soft lamps of the street lights above uh, he's got his sister's hockey stick on his back and is just steering straight ahead just completely focused his mind going through all these different possibilities very focused and trying just to kind of think through each step as as we take it rather than trying to overthink too much Mm, so it's his like conspiracy theory like ride up yeah i think it's exciting though i think he's excited i think he's definitely excited because this is like a moment you know this is actually something happening this is a clandestine operation and it's something that I don't think he's realised that he's really wanted, but there's excitement certainly brewing as he moves. Mm, Ty, close up on Ty. Uh, I think Ty is looking a little nervous, but it's kind of hard to tell through how much focus is on his face. He's holding up that just to see as he's standing on the skateboard. Because he cannot skate as fast as everyone else can bike. So he's holding on. He's too, it looks like he's probably more focused on staying on the skateboard and looking out for rocks and various other things. Oh my god, I'm just imagining I'm filming the others and then I have to turn around to film you <laughs> and you're just like, what are you, look, where, look where you're going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. And the camera is like uncomfortably close, like yeah, you're not like, giving yeah. enough headroom either. <laughs> so it's just this yeah. big face <laughs> taking up the entire frame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like Ty's panic face. Yeah, kind of, I guess the first couple of seconds of that of that shot would be Ty looking kind of nervous and then suddenly Ty looking very annoyed and kind of blank. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying to see. <laughs> I'll pop the camera back in my basket and then I'll flip it up so that it's looking at myself. And then I'll just, I'll be like, Night one, Jonathan Smith Diaries. And then flip it back to the road. Do any of your bikes have like the? Remember back in the day, you used to like attach cards into the spokes and yeah. then have that kind of sound, like it made you sound like a motorbike. I think uh, mine's kind of tricked out with everything that's just so um, Dragon Space Ranger. So like again, the front garden stuff like that has pictures of all of them, and it even would have like kind of tassels on the side. <laughs> so like that's all catching the wind and just kind of like flapping. 
Um, I don't think I have a card because like mine is still very much kind of like a little kid's bike and I'm not that cool. Oh yeah. As you guys are biking on, the streets of Denoho aren't really filled with many cars. There's only a few families that have cars that they use regularly. Everything's close by and re- like the town kind of has this relatively healthy kind of push towards people using public transport or just walking, you know. And so- well, it runs at the movies, right? So I imagine that it's pretty... <laughs> That's where all the cars are pretty quiet streets more so than normal in fact and as you're riding your bikes and just shouting you know joking around going down the streets you guys feel like you own the streets you know there's nothing around just your bikes and just you're rooting you're just shouting and just you know even though you're basically going to a random stranger's house with the intention of possibly doing some dodgy stuff or finding some (laughs) dodgy stuff well encountering something scary maybe yeah while you're riding the bikes, on the other hand, your minds aren't really focused on that. You're just having fun in the moment, you know, just wind blowing through your hair, uh, shouts and just, you know, this is a ragtag group of kids. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to, like, uh, take the occasional opportunity to kind of, like, weave in and off the curb and use the, like, the little kind of slope as a, as a tiny yeah. mini ramp to come back onto Ooh. the street <laughs> and just, like, yeah. Yeah, and also, and, and kind of, like, to those who might be listening very closely, you can hear um, Tama kind of like, <laughs> and he's like, kind of just beatboxing the the Dragon Space Ranger theme. <laughs> Not quite Power Rangers, <laughs> different tune. <laughs> Jess hears this, um, like as she goes past Tama to do another close up, and she's like, "Shh, I'm gonna put music on in post." just completely ignoring and like yelling out for peace justice and space freedom this is the dragon space ranger way like yeah it's not a stealth op now (laughs) i think ty's skateboard wheels are not the newest or the softest either so they're they're making a bit of noise as they roll roll around on the street still we're still having a good time but it's just not quiet After riding down the many streets of Tenoho, you finally get to the street that Tama lives on. In fact, coincidentally, this is also the street that Mrs. Warwick lives on as well. Oh, this is the teacher street. (laughs) Pretty immediately, you notice two eyes gazing at you. They belong to a cat, a grey cat that seems to be eyeing you quite intently. Anyone in particular? Uh, just the group in general. It kind of saunters its way towards you all. Kitty! I'll jump off the skateboard and I'll start like yeah. running, like kind of like getting low and kind of like putting my hands out and like walking to. Ty, be careful! The forces of darkness take many shapes. Oh my god, it's just a cat. It's a cat. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, it starts rubbing against you and mewing a lot. I'm patting the cat, giving it good scratches, enjoying my time. I am unsheathing my sword. <laughs> don't, don't hit the cat. It seems to be interested in all of you because it keeps on going from one of you to another, rubbing against you and mewing. Give it something to eat. Give it a tiny titty. Can cats eat tiny titties? You reckon tiny titty? I don't know. Cats um, lick their own butts. I'm sure it can survive <laughs> a tiny titty. No, but there's that thing where like you know what? dogs can't eat chocolate. Maybe cats can't either. Uh, maybe cats can't eat tiny titties. Yeah, that's true. If only there was some kind of device that we could use <laughs> to look up this information in this time of 1995. <laughs> readily available in our hands. <laughs> Don't, don't talk nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what is this blasphemy? <laughs> something something with that kind of computing power would need at least 10 skyscrapers worth of, of, <laughs> of, of hardware. Okay, anyway. Yeah, but it is mewing at you and kind of just like, wow, wow, kind of thing. Did we bring like water? No, I think oh. we just bought snacks. Oh, yeah. No, I've got my water bottle. Oh, okay. Maybe some Okay, some I'll, I'll take out my water bottle and I'll be um like holding the camera up as I'm holding the water bottle out <laughs> and I'm like... The, the streets were normal outside, just a friendly cat wandering around, but little did they know. Okay, that, that's all I got. What did we know? What, what, what did we know? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find something creepy soon, obviously. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. The cat jumps towards you enthusiastically, smells the mouth of the water bottle, and then immediately turns away before attempting to wriggle into your bag. Kitty, what are you doing? And just like pull my bag away like, no, kitty, that's not for you. <laughs> um, it starts mewing again and circling around you, Jess. Well, this cat really likes me. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. Cat really likes your bag. And Jess had acquired a feline familiar. <laughs> yes. Maybe it does want the tiny titties. Well, we have other, other snacks, do we? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. You packed them. Um, what are we? Okay. What are we doing here? What is I happening? Know. I just really—I just saw the cat, and I wanted to give sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, Ryan. You're right. You're right. Let's just okay. Let's ignore the cat. Let's go to the house. But it's cute. Okay. We've got to keep on mission. As you're walking towards it, the cat seems to be following you, Jess, and it's mewing very loudly as it as it follows you. Let's get them in position. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the tiny titties out, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna feed it one. We'll just you know. Can I have one? Open the bag. Yes, you can have one. I mean, if you're oh, handing yes. them out. Oh my god! So I'll, I'll open my I'll open my bag, and take the the packet of tiny titties out and open that up. I'll take one tiny titty out and then I'll give the bag to Ty. I'll take one tiny titty and I'll pass the bag along. <laughs> I can take one tiny titty <laughs> and then roll it up. <laughs> Close the bag. I'm looking at Ryan. <laughs> Um, and I'll put the tiny teddy in, in my hand and hold it out to the cat. The cat immediately gobbles up the tiny teddy and you can clearly hear the Aww. sound as it starts to mew again and turns towards Tama oh, running man. towards him. Oh, I'm, I, I'm upon seeing the cat approach, Tama is going to be taken aback and hot potato the bag to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> the cat runs towards Ryan. I think the cat wants something in this bag. What do you have in this bag? What? It's just tiny titties. <laughs> it's just a bag of tiny titties, right? It's not like a backpack. Yeah, you're only holding the bag of tiny titties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I take the bag and I'm going to take another tiny titty and hold it up so the cat can see. Yeah, the cat's eyes are like very and intently. And then I'll throw it to the other side of the road. Oh my gosh. Uh, the cat immediately jumps into the middle of the road and <laughs> runs towards the tiny teddy and eats it. Okay, sweet. Let's go. You carry on heading towards the house that Tama is leading you towards. Um, the windows are dark. It doesn't look like anyone's inside. And you see the very, very obvious figure of the, the moving truck beside you. It's, it's very silent. Um, what do you say or do? Um, I, uh, Tama, who I presume might be leading the way. Yes, yes. Does anyone yes. know where I live? No, okay, no. yeah. Oh, so is, <laughs> the leading the way is going to kind of like hold up his fist in a kind of like stopping motion, uh, you know, a signal to stop. And he's going to point at this moving van and say, 
Look, suspicious item number one. Who has enough money to rent a moving truck for this long? And not even moved in completely. Mm, that is kind of weird. Also, that's the window that I saw the figure in. Okay, I'll film the moving van and then pan up to the window. Can we see anything through the window? So you really can't see anything because the curtains are drawn. Oh, okay, but is there a light on inside? Nope. So the curtains are drawn and it's dark. Yep. Are you sure it was that one, Tama? I mean, the window I saw was open, so... I'm, I'm pretty sure it was that one. I mean, you biked, like, all the way to our place and then all the way back again. Maybe they, in that time it, like, closed or something. I just... I mean... Maybe they went out to the movies, Obviously, you know? Mr. Smith closed it. Maybe he did go to the movies, because surely he can't be going to sleep right now. If he's out at the movies, we could search his house. Um, <laughs> I, I... I mean, I'm not from... I guess I'm new here, but that doesn't sound like the right thing to do. Break. That sounds like, Hell... you know, bad. Okay, well, let's just let's go to the house, first of all. Maybe we knock on the door and see if anyone answers. Okay, okay. As you head towards the door, you notice a figure at the foot of the door. It is the grey cat. I'm going to send you some things now. What's this? Oh. So, to explain the mechanics behind this, the cat is your powered character. Oh. From henceforth, the cat will be controlled by all of us as we see fit. I've given you all two aspects, one of which is a power and the other one is more of a trait of some sort. You're free to control the cat by invoking any of its traits whenever those traits become relevant. But if you want to use one of its powers, then you have to expend one of seven psychic energy tokens that you all have as a group. And then there's a bit of rolling that we can go into later, but that's basically it. You can activate a trait or an aspect that doesn't really belong to you as well, but that just means that the narration part of it will be led by the person who has that aspect. Cool. So, the cat's eyes glow slightly silver in the moonlight and it mews a few times before heading up to all of you and just kind of rubbing against you and chilling as as cats do. Aww, it wants to come on the adventure with us. Yes. Yay! Is this the same cat? Yeah. (laughs) What? Should we name the cat? Yeah, Tiny Teddy. Uh, <laughs> hey. Oh, I love it. Tiny okay, cool. Teddy. Yeah, so you find yourselves in front of this quite strange house, except for Tama, who kind of, you've seen this house every day in the morning. It's It's been that kind of rumor-filled house. It hasn't been inhabited by anyone for for a while, like at least as far as you can remember. Really, we know that it's only been around like, 14 or so years but for you it feels like forever because you've never seen anyone live in this house before Um, so this is like a major thing for you for everyone else knowing as you approach this house that your intent that this is this is something odd there's something about the house that looms um, something about the house that makes you pause for a moment before following uh, whoever you're following Um, regardless you come to the door and it's it's a normal door there's nothing particularly odd about it a few cobwebs on the sides the patio isn't really a patio that you feel like somebody's inhabited just cobwebs and dust literally as you're knocking on the door or do you press the bell actually what do you do oh who's uh taking the initiative here yeah who's leading the charge good question jess is not because she wants to get the shot of whoever's gonna do it so she's gonna be looking around like mine certainly not ty ty will be next to jess she's kind of holding the skateboard and being just like comfortable next to the person he knows the most. Ryan takes the hockey stick and pushes it in front of himself 
towards where the doorbell is and presses it with the end of the stick. And for a moment, nothing happens. Then a very loud... Ah. ...reverberates through the whole house and outside. And silence. Maybe press it again? Ryan presses it again. Right back again, the loud leaning towards ominous, but but not exactly ominous sound reverberates through the air. I mean, do the bad guys, like, usually open the door? <laughs> when you, like, when you knock, I've, I've never, I've never, like, seen, like, a bad guy open up a door and be like, hi, what's up, good guys, coming? Um, well, okay, that, that that's a good point, but maybe he's just not home, you know? But I... No, I, I saw him. He was on the second floor. He was looking at me. Maybe he went to the movies. Yeah. <clears throat> adults adults really do like the movies. Yeah, and I think, like, all of them are there. Well, I, I think, okay, so I think that I'm pretty sure that this is where, before the, these people moved in, this is the house where, like, Stephanie Peters used to bring, like, those boys over to turn them into zombies. So did you maybe want to see if there was, like, a secret way in? Oh. I'm sorry. I was gonna say we should just try to open the door well i mean we can do that too i guess ryan goes to the door handle and he slowly turns it to see if it opens ty is looking bewildered at what tama just said about people being I turned was, <laughs> i was genuinely tempted to be like and it opens <laughs> unfortunately ryan even though it, the handle does go down there is something blocking the door see even evil locks their doors okay well so you think there's some kind of secret entrance? Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I know that they used to, like, come in through the back and, like, uh, they got inside somehow. You could hear them all the time. It was weird. Okay. And I want to get too descriptive. don't know what your PG rating okay. on this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> does, the, does the cat talk? No, it does not. No. So if I'm understanding right, Tama, you said you, you could hear the boys being turned into zombies yeah i mean like there was there was a lot of like groaning and stuff that's what zombies do right oh i don't know if we should be here that sounds scary i mean right you think there's still zombies in there i i don't i don't know i mean i I wouldn't i didn't go in either but i mean if they if they are there or if they were there then surely then zobolob would have would have eaten them right yeah. This is the whole point. This is why we're here, to figure out what's going on. That's right. Okay, okay. Ty will lift up the skateboard and kind of hold it over his shoulder like a bat and just kind of ready himself, <laughs> but look very, right. very concerned about what he's doing. <laughs> Let's split up in two teams. Let's have Team Alpha and Team Beta, and we'll go, we'll flank around the whoa, house. Whoa, 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 No one wants to be Team Beta. What does Beta mean? Help yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, what, what about Team Alpha and Team Also Alpha? Okay, that's slightly better. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, equality. yeah, no, yeah, Team Alpha and Team Better. <laughs> what about Team Tiny and Team Teddy? Aw, that's cute. Oh, wait, which team is the cat going to be on? Both. I didn't think that far ahead. Can it do that? I don't, I don't think I don't cats play by the society's rules and are really team players, right? Isn't that kind of the cat's You thing? know, that's true, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go right. If anyone wants to come right with me, I'll go right. Um, okay. Okay, I'll come with you, Ryan. Okay, Ty, you go with Tama. Oh, oh. <clears throat> okay. Don't worry, man. I've been picked last before, too. No. <laughs> 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 no that's okay. okay, Tama, we ready? We're going to go the other opposite of right. Hey, hey, 
Ty. Yeah, what's up? They didn't even like tell us which team we were. Yeah, Team Alpha. Team Alpha? Yeah. Team Alpha. <laughs> We, Suckers. We <laughs> and then we're going to go around the other way. There's a similar conversation happening on the other side, which is like, okay, Jess, well, clearly we're Team Alpha. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'll just be like, here, Tiny Titty, here, Tiny Titty. Come on, help us find a secret entrance. The cat walks up to you, Jess, and then straight in a line just keeps walking past you. Maybe maybe it knows where the secret entrance is. Yeah, let's, let's, follow, let's follow this cat then, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Well, it could be something. I, I don't I, I don't know. I have no idea. But at least, look, it's something, right? Let's just go forward. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You're kind of spreading to both sides of the house, I'm guessing, going backwards? Yeah, so um, I think if if I can recall, because the moving truck is still there, right? Mm-hmm. Ty and I are kind of just um, snooping around the, the wall and kind of like looking for little crawl spaces or like open windows or anything specific that um, seems like we could like get in. I think um, occasionally we'll even uh, take a moment uh, maybe for Ty to uh, like push up against the windows to try and like open them. Use the skateboard up against any windows that look that looks slightly slightly ajar. Yeah, like, kind of skateboard like, is delivery. Jimmy one open. By now, the, the same method in which we use to spy on the other two and their teacher yeah. has become our Omega <laughs> bots where we like totem <laughs> on top of each other and, and try and get into these windows. As as they're doing that on, on our side, Ryan will turn to Jess and say, the door, I, I, the door was blocked, yeah? Something was blocking the door, so it Wait, could be... what do you mean? It, it, it wasn't locked, it was blocked. Like blocked, something was blocking the door. I, I don't know what it was, oh, but... Weird. What it could be is, look, whoever this guy is, he might be expecting us, okay? So this might be a trap and and he might be plotting the course for us to take you know so okay he's taken the door okay he's blocked the door off Mm -hmm. so we have to be really careful that if we do see anything open yeah the likelihood is that he has set that up specifically as a trap Hmm. or not but potentially yeah well you could be right you could be right okay we should yeah or wrong obviously could be either way but i i think you're right we should we should obviously be careful about where we decide to go. Um, I'll, I'll turn my torch on. And Ryan clenches his hockey stick tighter. As you're walking down the edge of the house, you're trying to squeeze past this wall of bramble on the one side and the wall of the house on the other. The area clearly hasn't been used much recently because apart from the many cobwebs around you, the ground is also quite muddy and apart from your footsteps, you can't really see any other disturbances in the ground. As you're looking down, making sure to pull your feet out of the mud and move forward, you notice there a small window opening at the bottom of the house that's kind of slightly jarred open. At, at like what height? It's the height of your knee, so it's mm-hmm. below your knee. It's just like a, a crawl space window, if you will. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, look at this. There's, there's this little window. All right, g- g- give, me, give me a second. I'm going to check if there's any trip wires. Uh, okay. And Ryan will take his hockey stick and put it into the opening of the window and slowly draw it around its circumference to see if there's any wires or anything attached to it. He's been watching a lot of Platoon and, like, Platoon-esque films at the moment, so he's got a lot of, like, guerrilla warfare things on the brain. 
<laughs> As you do that, nothing seems to grasp or push against your hockey stick.、Uh, however, when you take it out, it's clearly just like a ball of spider webs. Ah,、oh, wow! Guess Mr. Smith hasn't really cleaned the house yet. Okay, that's good, cause cause if if it's dirty like this, it tells us that obviously he hasn't been down here or hasn't really done anything with、yeah. the window, so it should be safe. Yeah, yeah. So it can't be a trap, right? Maybe he doesn't even know it's here. Yeah, it could be completely safe. Yeah. yeah. Okay, should we tell the others? Oh, ah,、uh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, do do you want to go and do that, or should we both go and do that, or um, should you stay and uh, I go? Uh, I guess I I guess I can I can go do that. While you're discussing this with Jess, the cat hisses and immediately jumps and squeezes through the opening. Not tiny Teddy. Oh. Okay. Well, one of us has to go in after the cat. Okay. Shine. Shine your light. Shine your light. Okay. Okay. I'm shining. Shining. Okay. I'll yeah. And I push. Ryan pushes through the hockey stick through the window, and then is going to slowly slide himself after it.、Mm-hmm. Could you roll me a brawn? <laughs> Brawn is a D four, <laughs> three. <laughs> so describe to me how you push yourself. Is it like head first or legs first or? Yeah, head first for sure. Like <laughs> oh yeah, the hockey stick in one hand, and I'll push that all the way through, and then I'll wait for the heaviness and weight of the hockey stick to drift down, and then I'll slide my body in afterwards, trying to like put my. The front of my feet on the on the side of the house as I slowly wriggle myself through. Yeah, and you know, as a relatively rebellious, somewhat dragon space ranger obsessed teenager, your understanding of gravity isn't what one would say. Competent. <laughs> the understanding of a flat earther, maybe. We're <laughs> just dining people. Flat earther. So what happens is you manage to get through the opening for the most part, Ryan. But at one point, when the weight of your body outweighs your legs' ability to kind of hold on to the sides of the window, you find yourself suddenly falling headfirst into this dark spiderweb-covered room. Well. <laughs> Are you okay? <coughs> yeah, I'm okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Is the cat there?、Uh, can I see the cat? You can't see much of anything.、Uh, shine the torch and hand me. Can you hand me the torch? What? Ah.、Uh, okay. Okay. You know what? I'm just gonna come in after you. Okay. Hold on. Let let me help. Let me help. Ah.、Oh. Okay, thanks.、Um, I seeing Ryan's mistake will go in legs first. <laughs> Should I roll a brawn as well? You will have to roll me a brawn, yes. Okay, that is also a D four for me. Ooh. Yep. Ah,、uh, that's a two. Ooh. Okay. Oh, actually, do you think、um, Ryan, you'd be able to? You're supporting her, so you would、uh, yeah. give her. Can I get an assist?、Bonus? I believe an assist. Yeah, yeah.、Uh, Ryan would be helping her. So. Because this is a planned action, you can give Arian an adversity token, which adds a plus one to her roll to represent that she's getting help from you. Arian, you can also add a adversity token of your own to your roll to add more possibility to it. Essentially, that would make your roll four, and it would allow for a success. Okay, Ryan, are you going to give me an adversity token? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, Ryan, you get an adversity token for your previous roll. Ah,、uh, yeah, sweet. But because you have to earn the adversity tokens right before you can use them. Yes. Sweet.、Um, yeah, I'll use、uh, one of mine as well then. 
Awesome. Yeah, so in that case, Jess, you do succeed. Sweet. You manage to drop and then kind of get caught by Ryan. How, how, how are you helping her, Ryan? Like as her legs come down, I'll squat down and let her legs come onto my shoulders. Aww. Wow. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm just uh, like pushing it. I'm just pushing against uh, you as I like uh, slide the rest of my body under, <laughs> like through the window. Ah, uh, your foot's scraping my ear. Well, just you. Uh, like, I'm. I'm nearly there. I'm like. Put uh, even weight okay. on. Put even weight. Okay. <laughs> and I'll just sort of move off Ryan's shoulders and onto the floor. Yeah, and you just casually brush yourself off, Jess, and there's barely any cobwebs on you. Ryan, yes. on the other hand. And mud from my shoes, I imagine. <laughs> hunting, hunting for the truth is a dirty business. <laughs> so, Tama and Tai, you're basically looking for a window to get through, yeah? Tama is kind of like pointing out different windows and then we'll work with Ty to kind of like get him up on his shoulders and stuff like that and uh, try and maybe uh, try a few. We're just looking for any kind of opening uh, that we can crawl through. The two youngest and likely smallest are going for the highest windows we can possibly find. That's why we got a totem pole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, Ty, eventually, I'm guessing you're the one on top? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm standing on Tama's shoulders and I've got my skateboard like up and kind of using it as like a crowbar essentially the first couple of windows bear no good news but the third one seems to be slightly open leaning up and like using kind of using the wheels against the wall and then like the, the lip of the front of the board under the, the window kind of lean forward on it I'll notice that is it is it like does it the window open out it does open up yeah when you wedge your skateboard in and push it opens up Tama, I, I, I found one. Oh, nice C- can you um can you get through uh Maybe let me let me. Uh, can you can you like push me up a bit taller? Maybe. So I'm gonna like hold my hands up like this. <laughs> he says on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold my hands up, allowing Ty to use them potentially as like a like a kind of platform. And I'm gonna like plant myself in the ground so he I can try and just get a little bit of extra verticality out of that. Um, and like raise my hands for him to to climb through. Let's find out if you can hold Ty's weight. Roll me a brawn, Tama. Brawn. Okay. All right. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I mean, I shouldn't. (laughs) Uh, It's a four. It is a four. And yes, that is a success. And you managed to push Ty just barely enough for him to get his hands into is uh, imagine that's what you're doing Ty? um yeah i would say that i'm gonna try and hook the wheels onto the inside of the window and kind of use it as like stability for myself to climb up as time gives me the, the lift okay that's quite an interesting one yeah no i i think you definitely do do that um you're also going to have me roll a brawn though to see if you can pull yourself up a brawn it's my brawn it's a d6 all right that's a six. Oh. Hey. That is successful as well. You find yourself in a relatively large room. It's not lit up in the slightest, but thanks to the moonlight, you can kind of make out the surroundings or at least the lines of the edges. Cool. I can't see anything in this in the room or like there's no very obvious defining features. There's no very obvious defining features. It seems to be for all intents and purposes a pretty empty room. Oh, I'm going to lean back out the window and down to Tama. Do you think you could get up here somehow? A dragon space ranger can always find his way. I'm going to, like, 
look around, kind of like see if there's anything I can use to prop myself up with. Do I see anything? What kind of thing are you looking for? Anything? Like, I'm, I'm thinking like something I probably should have looked for beforehand, like a stool, a chair, or or something. I have an idea for you. So you're, you're really looking for anything that you can climb onto? I think what I'm looking for is permission to try and run up the wall. <laughs> to yes. try and do that whole like run up put his foot on the wall and just jump and either try and grab ty's hand or like his skateboard or something that he's holding out of the window ty will hang he'll hang kind of one arm out of the window holding the trucks of one end of the skateboard so the other end of the skateboard has its trucks facing outwards so that it could hopefully be a handheld for Tama. oh that's delightful okay okay Tama. let's see if you succeed in this you can roll me a flight D12, baby! <laughs> Ty can help if you want after the roll, we can decide. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how we go. That is an eight. Ooh. You, no, you need a nine, I'll tell you. No, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, surely he can get some help from Ty. Ty does have a couple of adversity tokens to give away. Delightful. Yes, if you pass that through, then yes. Pass one of them on. Tama. Oh, Actually, would this be a planned action is the question. Oh, right. What do you think, Tama? You tell me. Um, I, I guess I guess like this is one of the rare moments where Tama is like, you know, seeing the mathematics, seeing everything kind of fall into place, where he what he needs to do, what he needs to like you know, he's he's seen the movies, he's done the research. And so now it's just like to put that put all of that research to this test for this thing that he's never done in his life. <laughs> <laughs> and I think with Ty hanging kind of out the window with the skateboard, it's kind of like there was thought that went into this rather than just, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've, you've convinced me. And yeah, like if, if anyone was looking at this, they would be pretty amazed because this young boy just runs at the wall almost like he's expecting to just plant himself face first, but instead jumps pushes himself off with his leg off the wall and just plummets upwards, grabs onto the skateboard, and then just climbs out thanks to the help of Ty holding you as well. It's this really great Lion King moment <laughs> where Ty could let me go. <laughs> just whisper, long live the king, and throw me down. Just drop the skateboard. <laughs> just casually. Whoops. Oopsies. Ty will, will kind of help Tama by pulling the skateboard up towards the window. Yeah, and you both fall into this room and find yourself, as before, in a large room. It looks like a lounge because there's a fireplace to one end. Well, it's less of a fireplace and more like the opening for one. Like you could create, it's, it's just a hole in the wall. There are two doors as well, one of which leads to the hallway. Is this what a bad guy's house looks like? I don't, it's dark, so maybe that's... That's kind of all I've got. I don't. I don't really know. You yeah, know, that's a, that's a that's a really good point. Yeah, evil hides in the shadows. Yeah, Shh. yeah, that one. All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna like unsheath my kind of uh, my makeshift wooden dragon ranger sword and kind of like holding it ready. I'm gonna like walk around and maybe take a peek out into the hallway. Yeah, and you put your head out into the hallway and look left and right, almost like you're crossing a street. But somehow this situation feels more dangerous. You see three doors in this hallway, two to your left side and one to the end of the hallway to the right. The one to your right seems to be the front door, the one that leads outside. In front of you is also this kind of staircase that starts near the door to the right and goes upwards. Of the two doors to your left, one seems to be at the end of the hallway, whilst the other 
just picture that if you look right in front of you, what you're seeing is basically where Harry Potter's cupboard under the stairs would have existed if this was that house. So it's essentially just underneath the staircase. Right. And further left, beneath the end of this staircase, is where the other door is. Does that make sense? Right. Um, uh, Ty, Ty, over here. Okay. Now look, I, I see a bunch of stuff, which I will now relay to you in great detail. <laughs> but... Oh, yeah, I can see all this. Yep, very good. <laughs> but look, I know that the, the bad guy, the Zorbalob, he was he was upstairs. So I don't think we should go there until we we have the other two with us. That yeah, that makes sense. You, you sure you don't want to like double check just to make sure that we could like sneak up, just peek over the top of the stairs, and then like come back down real quick, just in case he moved. I mean, like rule three of the Dragon Ranger, like uh, rule book is like don't die. <laughs> I don't know why it's not rule one, but I, I I plan like maybe not doing that. I mean that's um, a, that's a pretty good one, yeah. But like you saw him a while ago, right? Like you saw him and then you came over and then we came back again. So maybe he like moved or something since then. Don't, don't tell me that. I was okay thinking he's up there. Now if I think he's in the house, I'm oh. I'm just gonna like move back oh. into the room. Oh. <laughs> At any point. Do we hear Ryan fall through the window? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I, you, you don't hear anything okay. from Ryan or Jess. You don't hear him. Okay. Uh, look, let's maybe let's maybe just see if we can... Did we see like a back door as well? Uh, you didn't get to the back of the house. So this isn't the side of the house. Right. Okay. So we didn't even get to the back of the house. No. Yeah. Um, look, tell, tell you what. Um, let's see if we can open the front door. I mean, at the very least, if things go bad, you and I can get out of here. Yeah, and then if we're by the front door, we've got a pretty yeah, if we easy know the doors, exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just book it we and can run. Just run. Yep, that sounds good. It will. Um, we'll try and navigate to where we think the the front door is. Mm. I mean, you can you can quite clearly see it. One more time, as when you looked out, it was at the end of the corridor to the right side. Never mind, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> good, good eyes. So, onto our crashed and currently possibly burning duo. The room that you're in feels very cold. Moving briefly around, and even while you are sliding into the room, it feels like every movement you make puts you in the way of heaps of cobwebs. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm just going to be shining the torch around, looking for the cat, first of all. As you are shining the torch around, you recognize quite quickly that you seem to be in some kind of basement area. There are empty shelves, dusty from the lack of use, empty boxes, dust, more dust, even more dust. You get the point. Really, there's only two things that catch your eye. The first one is that at the far end of the basement, you see a staircase, a wooden staircase that leads to a door. The other thing that catches your eye is that near the staircase, there's been a large area that's been cleared out. The shelves have been pushed aside, and in this newly created space, the floor seems to have been cleaned, and there on the ground is a mural. A mural? Yeah, I'll call it a mural of sorts. Of what? They're lines. The best you can make of it is that it's kind of like a star or two triangular shapes, one on top of the other, uh, with a circle around it but they're not exactly two independent triangular shapes, more like they're kind of connected. So it's like two triangle, two triangles with a circle. Within a circle. Two triangles within a circle. Does this symbol seem 
familiar to Ryan at all? Oh yes, Ryan. Very good question. <laughs> you would have definitely come across this in the interwebs. The interwebs. Just been invented. <laughs> this is a pentagram, Ryan. It is oftentimes from your research, kind of. Actually, roll me your brains just right. to see how much information I can give you. All right, my brains is a d20. Seven. Yeah, you recognize that it's a pentagram and you you would never have not recognized it. It's like immediately it clicks to you. You've seen it so many times in the interwebs. And one time you actually read this huge website filled with lots and lots of details. But the writing style of the author was very boring. A lot of descriptions <laughs> and little like spoken word. And so even though you can remember like going to these pages and stuff, you can't actually bring up a lot of those details. All you remember is that it's related to pagan stuff, like magic-y kind of, like a lot of evil magic-y stuff. What, what is that? Oh, this is, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pentagram. Pentagram? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's like a, well, it's like a, a, a pagan symbol, you know, like a, a ancient religious oh. symbol. Oh, so, so what, this guy's trying to do some religious thing? I don't know. Like it, it's usually tied in with with nature, especially if it's like if it's like a Wiccan thing. It's usually tied in with nature, mm-hmm. and each point usually represents like one of the five elements. You know? Oh, but, I thought there were only four elements. Well, if it's magic, there's five, I guess. Oh, okay. I think I think like the fifth element's like spirit or soul or something. Oh, oh okay. But if it's inverted, oh. if it's inverted, so if if the top point of the star is facing up, then it's a Wiccan symbol. But if it's facing down and it's inverted, then that's getting into like satanic territory, you know, like devil stuff. What? Yeah. No way. Whoa. You think Mr. Smith is like a devil worshipper or something? I don't know. GM, can I tell what, like, what's, how has this been inscribed on the floor? Like, what's this been written in? So it, it looks to be kind of painted on almost with this kind of dark, coppery uh, color paint, for lack of a better, you know, guess. Um, you can see that the dust's kind of being moved around uh, just to make space for it and there seems to be some kind of powdery stuff in the middle as well in each of the uh, triangular quadrants I should say Um, and the only other thing that I guess you would be thinking that you notice is like it comes to mind you're trying to figure out if it's inverted right considering you just mentioned the invertedness but then you're like yeah like where do I like look at it from like did he draw it from from this side or did he draw it from this side so so it looks relatively new then like it doesn't it's not as covered in dust as everything else in the room uh the dust in the ground has been kind of swept away in order to draw this right yeah i'll make sure i get a good shot of it with the torch shining down mm. wow cool anyway whatever he's doing he's obviously got some kind of mystical practices going down here. Yeah. Unless, I mean, I mean, or, or someone else just like drew this down here before he moved in and he hasn't had a chance to clean it up yet. I guess so, but don't you think it looks newer than everything else? Yeah. Well, less dusty, I mean. Yeah, so maybe, maybe he has drawn this, but that's so Yeah. That's so weird. He's definitely weird. Now, now, we at least have proof that there's something weird going on about him, right? Yeah, but what 
I mean, what are we going to do with this, though? I mean, oh, you should film. Actually, well, shouldn't you film it? Are you filming? Should you be filming this? Yeah, I'm. I'm fil- I'm filming it right now. Okay. Don't worry, I got it. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get as much as we can. Yeah. Uh, should Should we figure out where Tai and Tama are? Oh yeah, I guess so. Wait, where did the cat go? Where is the cat? Yeah, I don't know. Um. Maybe we should go. Maybe we should go upstairs through the door. That probably goes back to the main house, right? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll go first if you shine the light. Okay. Oh wait. Um, can I just shine the torch around on like the shelves and and everything just to see if I can see anything else that looks like the dust has been moved or anything? Uh, yeah. Um, you see a few bottles uh, filled mm-hmm. with some kind of dark murky liquid on a few of the shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mm-hmm. seem to be un- like with no dust on them, but that's it. All the other shelves are empty. Oh, yeah, what are those? So there are three bottles in total. One of them contains what looks to be some kind of dark liquid. The second one looks like it's full of murky water. And the third one seems like it's some kind of solid gunk. Mm. I'll take the first one, the one that looks like really weird coppery dark liquid and swirl that around. Uh, it's, it's very thick, very viscous. It barely swirls as you mm. swirl it. Huh. What do you think this is? I don't know. What is it? Does, does anything does it does it look like anything that I might have seen in in, in like science class or anything like that? Nope, no, nope, can't can't say you have. Sorry. Mm, can I roll a brains? You may to see if I recognize it from like science or any uh, any like film chemicals or anything that I might have seen before. Sure, Tom, you can do that as yep. well if you want. So that's a D ten. And that's a 10. 13 for Ryan. Okay, so you both, actually only Ryan recognizes, or at least try guesses what it is. Ryan, you had a phase <laughs> where you were looking into, I mean, one of the many phases, <laughs> where you were looking into possible conspiracy around the Kennedy assassination. Oh, absolutely. And mm-hmm. as part of that, you were looking into faking like the assassination and you know Mm. like and Mm. how to make it look realistic so Mm. you looked into fake blood and this looks kind of like that Uh, this kind of looks like blood but you think what kind of what kind of tops are on them are they sealed or are they screw on or screw on yeah okay right ryan will take it and then unscrew it and then like smell it oh yeah so at first it's quite hard and then there's a pop and the lid comes off and you kind of open it and it's kind of very viscous it's very sticky it's still sticking to the lid and it's almost like this jelly form and you smell it and it smells rank it smells coppery it smells really bad i think what i think this might be blood Are you serious? Yeah, maybe. Or it's like fake blood or something, but it's definitely like... Oh, man. Oh, yuck. Why does, oh. why does he have a bottle of blood sitting around? Ooh. Okay, f- let's put it back. Put it back. I screw the top back on. Maybe he's doing some kind of ritual down here. Yeah. Definitely looks like he's trying to do some kind of ritual, right? Is this like, is this like blood magic? Yeah, he when he talked to us in science class, he was mentioning some kind of 
like different bonds, yeah. eh? Yeah, um, the magical bond. Yeah, magical. He said was something that we're not allowed to learn about or something. Yeah, I never heard of a magical bond before. Yeah, I mean, me neither, but I just figured, you know, I don't know much about science. Yeah, let's check out these other other bottles, eh? Okay. All right, I'll... I'll, I'll film all the bottles while Ryan goes to, to take a look at them. So, <laughs> yeah. the next one's the, the muddy water looking one. You know, Ryan will like have a look, like hold it up in the torchlight, get a good look at it, see if it's anything he recognizes. Uh, something circular seems to be floating inside the bottle, and mm. you kind of, as you angle it towards the light, and angle it towards your eyes. So you're kind of looking at it like you would look at it through the sun, you know, like angling it downwards towards your eye. And suddenly, the circular object comes close to you, and it stares back at you because it looks like it's an eye. Oh, oh yuck! Oh, it's an eye. What? But distinctively not human. Oh, do I recognize what animal it might be from? Would you have had animal experience, right, in your past? I don't think so. Not like, not like face-to-face contact with animals. The only probably things I've probably seen of like any type of animal biology would be either in science class or looking up like various cryptids. Okay, in that case, in the context of cryptids, and especially because you rolled high in the previous roll, I'll kind of include it with this one. It looks like a goat eye. Oh, yeah. It's a goat eye. This makes sense. A goat eye? Wait, yeah. how does that make sense? Because a goat is a, a goat head is like a symbol of, of like satanic worship. Oh. <gasps> he is a Satan worshipper. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll make sure that I get, uh, I film the, the goat's eye. <laughs> okay, what's the last one? What's the last one? Okay, Ryan picks up the last one, which is the, the dirt. Holds it up to the light, shakes it. Yeah, it just looks like dirt. Although one thing of note is that on the lid, uh, there's a label like with the crudely written words. Uh, two words that you would have come across throughout your life. And the words are tino. Hmm, that's weird. I think this is earth he's dug up from the town. Mm, wait, why would he need that? I, I don't know. Is he is he trying to do something to the town with his like demon ritual? Is is anything like this is scant kind of breadcrumbs for Ryan? But is there any kind of ritual that he might have looked up or read about involving a blood and eyes and earth and like pagan symbology? That I'm gonna get you to have to roll again. <laughs> <laughs> Friends as usual. Oh, it's a six. Each of these things reminds you of occult spells and rituals that you've read up on before. You're certain that they could be used in these kind of rituals, but you've never heard or seen them being used together. Uh, in other words, you've read of some spells and maybe rituals that use one, maybe at max two of these ingredients, but not all three together. I don't know what this is. I don't know what he's doing, but I mean... And I don't, I mean, I I don't know what kind of blood this is, if it is actual real blood, but at the moment, I mean, like, it's, like, it's, from what I know, I mean, it's all weird stuff, but I don't think he's doing anything illegal or anything, I don't know. Well, I don't know, but this is definitely weird, right? Definitely, okay, if nothing else, we were right about him. Yeah. He's, he's creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe he's trying to do something to the town, I don't know. Okay, should we go upstairs? Yeah. If he is doing something, I don't know if anyone's going to believe us. I think it's... Yeah. I think it's up to us. Well, that's why I'm filming everything, right? Yeah, good. Good, good, good. Okay. Let's, let's go upstairs. You head up the creaky stairs and come to the door. You put your hand on the doorknob and turn to open it. 
So, Tyler, Ty, you're making your way towards the front door, and as you approach it, you notice two things in particular. The first thing you notice is that someone's attached to metal latches onto the door, one of them with a big padlock on it. The other thing that you notice is that there's a vertical strip of paper, um, yellow in color and with some red markings on it. Some really complicated markings, actually, that you don't think you've seen before. Uh, okay, getting a closer look, what kind of symbols do they look like? Um, let's see. Would you have seen this? Bear in mind, I am a 11-year-old child. <laughs> <laughs> out of character, just out of, out of the yeah. story. Uh, in Dragon Space Rangers, are there any characters of Asian descent? Yes, Sarah the Gold Ranger. Okay, so in that case, the closest thing that these symbols remind you of is that in episode 3 of season 12 of Dragon Space Rangers, season 12, Sarah's parents show up and try to take her away from the Dragon Space Ranger life to fulfill her familial duties. Do you remember that they were from some Asian country, but you don't really recall which one? And at the end of that episode, when everything kind of comes together, her parents realize the importance of her work and they leave her with a note telling her how much they love her and wishing her good luck and so and so. Uh, so what you recall is that the letters in this note bear a striking resemblance to the letters on this piece of paper. Mm. Hey, it's, it's hi. Um, it's kind of a, a, a weird thing. Like, it's, it's, um, it's, it's kind of real funny. It's a little bit of like information about how like the Dragon Space Rangers TV show works. Um, did you know that um, originally the the TV show was it, it was it was foreign, but like the the videos that they got like they recorded um, in in America, these kind of look like some of the symbols. I don't know many I don't know many countries. I haven't gone that that far yet, even as an eleven year old child. Um, is this is this really relevant to what we're well, doing? I mean, right can now? you take a look at this? Can you tell me what this might be? Because I mean, like, look, and I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just going to reach out a hand and, like, take the dead bolt, like, off. That's level one. <laughs> That's done. But I don't know what this is. Okay, I could have got that one. Yeah, no, I don't. I have no idea. I I don't. Okay, I'm, I'm going to, like, try and kind of, like, I guess, fiddle with it to see if there's a way to kind of, like, get it to come loose. Oh, yeah, it's only attached at the top by what seems to be some kind of, like, glue of some sort. So if you pull at it, it'll immediately come off. Oh, yeah, well, I do that. <laughs> you pull the paper towards you and it almost feels like everything around you kind of became even more silent and then there's a creaking behind you and a door opens I, against my better judgement am going to immediately turn around screech and just throw my sword at the noise the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you open the door. <laughs> Cold air. And look around. You find yourself in a hallway, and then there's suddenly a really loud scream, and a wooden sword comes hurtling at you. Ah, I, ah, I, what is it? I try to block with my hockey stick. <laughs> yeah, it hits the hockey stick and just kind of falls down onto the ground. Uh, Tama, what was, what, what was that about? Look! This is this is your fault, man. You told me that oh maybe the spooky man could have just walked away. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Look, guys, guys, guys. Hey, what's? Hey, it's us. Oh, hi. How's it going? Oh, I know that now. 
oh, we're still being oh quiet. Oh my God. Sorry. We just came in. Oh my God, guys. We just came in through this really creepy basement where Mr. Smith is doing these like devil ritual things. <laughs> I'm going to try and open the door as quickly as I can. Can I open the front door? So you managed to, obviously you removed the one yeah. deadlock, but the other one has a padlock in it. Oh, come on. Oh no. Are we stuck? I don't want to be in this house anymore. Well, we've got the window that we came in. Just go, we can jump out there if we need to go quick. Who padlocks the inside of a house? Yeah, that's really weird. I mean, he also like cast some kind of spell on it. <laughs> I'm gonna like show them the paper. Ah. Oh. What is that? Do I, do I recognize it? Does it look like anything familiar, or does it look just like? How much of your movie obsession goes into international? Like, <laughs> uh, would there even be international movies in New Zealand? Oh, thank God! Like, yeah, international. Sorry, I was like, oh. if this is just some warrant of fitness or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> That would be hilarious. This door has been certified <laughs> as being um, fit. Oh, surely they've got to show some. Surely they've got to show some international films, right? Uh, I don't know. It is a really small town, though, so maybe not. Well, what are all the what are all the parents seeing at the moment? They're seeing they Titanic. <laughs> right, that's, that's an international film. Technically, yeah. Well, yes, technically it technically. is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, foreign language. Uh, yeah. Is was there anything like big enough coming out of Asia in the nineties that could have made it to small town New Zealand? Would I recognize any from the monster catching game that I play a lot? No, no. <laughs> no. Actually, roll me brains, Jess. Okay, D10. And that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing particularly jumps up to you. Yeah, so I'll just be like, what, what is that? I don't know. Is it kind of, is it, it's, it's some kind of, like, is it an Asian symbol of some kind? Yeah, I guess... If it helps, it was on the door. How was it on the door? I was just up up, up here, and I'm going to just like kind of point to the uh, the area which I kind of like pulled it off. GM, do does Ryan recognize any mis- like potential mystical properties? You for sure know that these are some kind of Asian symbols, lettering. From the looks of the paper, it reminds you of these talismans or spells that originate from mystical Asian magics. Unfortunately, you know even less about this than you did about the pentagram below. (laughs) And just as you're about to tell the others about this particular bit of information, you hear the creak of a door. Then a very distinct click, followed by a light turning on and shining out from the room that Tai and Tamo are in. Um, guys? What? What will happen to the kids? What is Mr. Smith up to? And who does Tiny Teddy love the most? Find out on the next episode of Don't Forget Your Towel. Hello everyone, Future is all here. So, just a quick disclaimer. As you may have noticed, I said a few things that are somewhat most definitely insensitive, specifically the Asian magic statement. Firstly, the only reason I worded it in that way was because I wanted to make it as accurate as possible to how a 90s kid would perceive the world from a barely functional, just birthed internet. That being said, I am quite aware that religions, customs, mysticisms, and pretty much everything else from the regions of Asia have been exoticized and stereotyped in the media, and DFYD does not support that. 
the strip of paper in the game is essentially a talisman based on Fulu of Taoist origin and to a lesser extent on Ofuda of Shinto origin. I most certainly butchered those two names, but that's where I got it from. If you're interested in learning more, and you totally should be, we luckily live in a world where the internet is much, much better and much, much larger now. So remember, listeners, knowing is half the battle. Da, da, da. As always, please keep safe. Kiyakaha, everyone. We love you all. And have a good and amazing week, followed by a weekend. Always important. If you like what you hear, please connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at dfyt underscore podcast, on Facebook at Don't Forget Your Tal Podcast, and through email at dfytpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a few dollars to spare and you've been liking what you hear, please consider supporting us on Patreon. But if you don't have a few dollars to spare, that's all good too. Just keep listening and like or review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Every single rating goes a long way to helping us increase our reach and to share the RPG love. So till next time, keep your towels at the ready.